Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avram Shur. Meseches Rosh Hashanah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yehuda Koenig in loving memory of Malka and Aaron Tzvi Krausman. Rosh Hashanah Davches. In the Mishnah, we learn about the Machloikes between the Tanakama against the Beleza and Reb Shimon as to when the Rosh Hashanah Lemaisa Behemah is. According to the Tanakama, Rosh Hashanah Lemaisa Behemah is on Echad Be'elul. And Lafir Beleza and Reb Shimon, it is on Echad Be'tishri. The Gemara is coming to explain the sources for each Shita. So the first attempt at explaining their Machloikes, Reb Yechanan brings a Pasuk in Tehillim. The Pasuk says, Lof Shukaram Hatsayim. According to Reb Meir, says the Gemara, which is the Tanakama, the Pasuk means to say, which is a reference to when Tsoin become pregnant. The reason why that's a reference to the Tsoin becoming pregnant is because means that the Tsoin are mislabshes, they are wearing something, which according to Rashi means they are becoming pregnant because they get fatter. And the Pasuk is describing when is it that they become pregnant, that is, at the time of Amokim Yatfubar. Amokim Yatfubar means that that is the time that the ground is covered with Tvua. And the time that the ground is covered with Tvua is Chodesh Adar. And the Cheshbin says the Gemara of Reb Meir is that since they become pregnant in Chodesh Adar, the Zman Eber of a Behemoth Daka is Chamisha Chadoshim, the amount of time that it remains pregnant for until it gives birth is five months. So if you count five months from Chodesh Adar, if you go with the end of Chodesh Adar, then you'll end up giving birth in Chodesh Av. Of course, the reason why you start with the end is because some of the animals will become pregnant towards the end. So we're going to give a blanket shear that includes everybody. We say that the cutoff point is after Chodesh Av is over and Rosh Chodesh Elul becomes Rosh Hashanah L'Maiser Behema. Because you're not supposed to take Maiser from one year to the next. Reb Lezer and Reb Shimon Darshin from the end of the Pasuk, not from Vamokim Yatvobar, rather from Yisroyahu Af Yashiru. Yisroyahu Af Yashiru is a reference to the time, not when the Tvua is covering the ground, rather when the Tvua is already fully grown, which is Chodesh Nisan, and it's ready to be harvested. At that point, when the wind blows, the Tvua makes noise, and it sounds like it's saying Shira. So according to them, the animals become pregnant during Chodesh Nisan, not in Chodesh Adar, and therefore the Rish Chodesh for Maiser Behema is one month later, which is Echad Betishrei. So both of them are basing their limud on the fact that animals become pregnant at a certain time, and the Leda of, the, of those animals is going to be five months later. Ask the Chdushe Aran, it may be true, as we mentioned, that the Zman Iver of a Behemoth Daka is Chamisha Chadoshim, so you can count five months from then. Legabe Tsoin, Gabi smaller animals, but we know that the Zman Iber for a Behemoth Gasa is longer. As is Mavur in the Gemara Bechiris, Dav Chesemeralf. The Ran answers that since in the Posik that describes the Chi of a Meiser Behemoth, the Torah mentions both Bakr and Soin together in the same Pasuk. We make a hekish between Bakr and Soin. Bakr is Behemoth Gasa, Soin is Behemoth Daka. So therefore we learn that the Zman for the Rosh Hashanah, for the two of them, is the same day. Asks the Ranan himself, why do we make the hekish between Bakr and Soin and say that Bakr gets the same Zman as Soin? Why don't we say the other way? Say that Bakr has a later Zman of Rosh Hashanah, and Tsoin is hukish to Bakr, and therefore we should push off the Rosh Hashanah, Lomaiser Behema, a few months for all of them. Answers the Ran on that, that since Roiv of the animals that people have are Tsoin, simply because Tsoin number much more 
than their Bukkar counterparts. It makes sense to be Kaveh the Zman of Meiser Behema based on the one that's the Rav, the Tzayin, and the Hekish will make the other one, Bukkar, have the same Din as Tzayin. The Turi Evan asks the same Kash as the Ran, that the Gemara's Tam makes sense by Behema Daka, but not by Behema Gasa. And he also answers using the fact that roiv animals are behemadaka. But unlike the Ran, who first says that we make a hekish between Bakr and Soin, and then to explain why we make the hekish in one direction and not the other, he explains that we go after roiv. The Turi Evan just answers straight. He says that once we know that roiv animals, like Soin, have azman, which is echad be'elol, or echad betishrei, so all other animals have to follow the zman that the roiv has. Just like he says, brings a raiv from the Gemara. Because as is mavur in the Gemara, not all of the tzoyin are born according to a mayor and av. There are latecomers that are born in the zman of Elul. And that's actually how Rebmeir explains the Pasuk at the end of Yisroyu Af Yashiru. There are some animals that become pregnant during Nisan. And similarly, Reb Lazar and Shimon, who hold that most animals become pregnant in Nisan, they agree that there are some animals that are a bit early. And that's how they learn the beginning of the Pasuk. Nevertheless, we still would be Kaveya, the Zman of Rosh Hashanah, Lemaisa Behema, based on the Rav. As Rashi explains, the Tesis Yomtif actually offers another teretz. He says that while it's true that Behemah Gasa are pregnant for a longer time than Behemah Daka, that just means that they start earlier than Behemah Dakas, but everybody gives birth at the same time. So that's why the Zman for the Rosh Hashanah is going to be the same Zman for everybody. So we mentioned three Terutzim to the Kasha as to why is it that we're only basing the day for Rosh Hashanah Lameiser Behemah on when Behemoth's Dakas give birth and not Behemoth's Gasas. According to the Ran, it's because we make a Hekish between Bukar and Soin, and we're Makish, Behemoth's Dakas, to Behemoth's Gasas. And the reason why we choose Behemoth's Dakas to determine when this man is and be Makish Bukar to Tsoin is because Roiv Behemoths are Tsoin. According to the Turi Evan, the Svar of Roiv is good for the reason. It's a reason that is independent of a hekish, rather as soon as we know that roiv animals have a zman, that's echad be'elol or echad betishrei, that will now determine the zman ma'isbehema for all animals. It could be that the Ran didn't want to learn that way, because it may be true that you see in the Gemara that we determine the zman based on roiv animals, even though there are latecomers and there are also animals that are quicker to become pregnant, and we still decide that this man goes based on roiv animals, that could be because their roiv tzoyin behave a certain way. So the ones that are latecomers are not the norm. And we kaveya this man and maiser behema based on the norm. Masha'enkein, bakar and tzoyin, since the two behave differently, the norm for bakar is one's man, and the norm for tzoyin is another's man. It's not fair to say that we should be toila this man of bakar on this man of tzoyin. So with a hekish, you could do that. But without a hekish, the run feels uncomfortable to say that we should determine this man for all animals based on the roiv of tzoyin, if that doesn't necessarily show what the norm should be for bakar. I'll call upon him. Those are the first two terutzim, and we mentioned the third teretz from the Taisis Yomtev, which is that actually all animals give birth at the same time, and the only difference between bakar and tzoyin is that bakar become pregnant earlier than tzoyin do. But the time of the late of all of them is the same, and therefore they'll have the same zman for the Rosh Hashanah. Now the Gemara does not end up using this limit, because the Gemara has a problem according to Rebbe Shimon, that the Pasuk is out of order, lefi their understanding, and therefore the Gemara gives a different Hezber in what the Machloik is between Reb Meir and Reb Lezer Reb Shimon is. 
And that is that the Pesach says, Aser to Aser, B'shnei Maesur Sechos Medaber. We dash him from the double lush and Aser to Aser, that the Torah is referring to two Maesurs, Maeser Behema and Maeser Dagon. So if Meir holds you, make a hekesh between Maeser Behema and Maeser Dagon, that just like the Din Maeser of Maeser Dagon is immediately following the Gemar, the time that they finish being processed, because the entire Yemaisachama, we leave them in the Gronis to become dry. And that's why their Rosh Hashanah is Echa B'tishrei. So too, Maeser Behema, we say that the Zman of the Rosh Hashanah follows immediately the Gemar, which is, like we explained earlier, is Echad Be'elo. Masha'enka, Rav Lazar, Rav Shimon, they also you make a Hekish between Maeser Behema and Maeser Dagon, but we make a direct Hekish, that just like Maeser Dagon, the Rosh Hashanah of it happens to be an Echad B'tishrei, so too Maeser Behema, the Rosh Hashanah is Echad B'tishrei. Now once we have a Hekish between Maeser Dagon and Maeser Behema, the Pini Yeshua asks, and we should learn other dinam. We know, ain't Hekish Lamechzi, you never make a Hekish halfway, so why is it that we only learn this halacha? of when the Rosh Hashanah is, we should learn out the din that a purchased animal is potter from Maeser Behema, which is a halacha, but it's not learnt out from this drasha. We need a special drasha for that din, and the Pnei is bothered. Why can't we learn it out from this Hekish? So the Sfasemis answer is based on Tyson in the beginning of Kedushin, who says that we learn out from Hekeshim, and to be memayit, the din of a purchased animal, is a mute, and therefore we don't learn it out from a Hekish. Masha'en came determining when the din of Rosh Hashanah is called Lerabois. Soon we'll see an alternative answer to this question. But first, let's discuss the Shittas HaRambam. Although we learn in this Gemara that we make a Hekish between Meiser Dagan and Meiser Behema, that just like Meiser Dagan, you're not supposed to take from one year to the next, so too Meiser Behema. And the only Machloikis is when is the cutoff point for Meiser Behema? Is it similar to Meiser Dagan in that they're both an Echad Betishrei, or is it similar to Meiser Dagan in that it's Samach Legamrei? But the bottom line is that we have a limit now that you don't take Meiser from one year to the next. Nevertheless, the Rambam Paskins in Perek Zayin, Hilchus Bechirus, that if you took off Meiser Behema from one year to the other, it would still be Meiser. This is the Rambam's Lashen. So he first brings down the halacha that you're not allowed to be mafresh from one year to the other. We learn out from Meiser Dagan. Continues the Ram of the Eroyli, it would appear to me, Shem Iser Behema, Mishana Al Shana, if he was Maaser, a Behema, from one year to the other, Hareza Maaser, this would be considered Maaser, Mepnei Chumras HaKadoshim, because of the Chumra of Kadshim. Sharei Loihik Pida, Torah Al Maaser Behema, Beferush, Shiyah Shana Shana. That means that unlike by Trumas and Meisers, where the Raman Paskins in Perikei Aluch's Trumas, Haloch Yed Aleph, Ein Tarmin Mi Peris Shana Zu Al Peris Shana Sha'avra, V'lo Mi Peris Shana Sha'avra Al Peris Shana Zu, V'im Tarm Ein Truma, Shanem Shana Shana, and as the Raman Paskins in Aluch's Meiser, Perik Aleph Haloch Zayin, Kol Sha'amarnu B'Truma Ein Tarm Mizel Ze, Kach B'Meiser Ein Ma'aser Mizel Ze. And as he ends off that halacha, kol she'en truma, say truma, kach e'en masri se'en maesris. By maeser behema, that's not the din. And the Rama mentions two reasons for this. Number one, he says, chumras kadshim. Number two, he says, because we don't learn it out beferish. The Torah didn't say beferish, mishana, lishana, you're not allowed to be ma'aser. We only learn it out from a hekish. And this is very confusing, because it may not be written beferish, but if we have a drasha called a hekish, that's considered like it was written beferish. So we'll mention three possible terutsim to this question. 
The Lechemishta gives the following terrors. He says that although we learn out from a Hekish that you're not allowed to be Ma'asr from one Shana to the other, nevertheless the Gemara in Bechiris mentions a Kavachoymer that you should be allowed to be Ma'asr Behemoth from one year to the next. So it comes out that we have a conflict between a Hekish and a Kavachoymer. And Toysavis in Bechiris actually asked the question, how could you use a Kavachoymer to be Mafka Mehekesha if it's Yechoyim Lukayim Shnehem? Says the Lechemishta, the Ramam Shita is that since you have both a Hekish and a Kavachoymer, we are Mekayim, both of them. We say that the Hekish is Kayim Le'inyan, telling us L'chathil that you're not allowed to be Ma'aser, but the Kavachimer still works to say that it's Kosher if you are Ma'aser. That is Teretz number one. The Arch Lener suggests that anyway this Hekish is not a Drosha Gemura, because says the Gemur in Shabbos darshins from this Pasuk of Aser, to Aser, that Aser B'Shvil Shetis Asher, you should take off Ma'aser in order that you should become rich. And therefore he says that it wasn't a real Hekish, it's only an Asmachta Ba'alma, since it's only Asmachta Ba'alma, it cannot be puzzled if you do it from one year to the other. And that is a somewhat surprising pshat, because to say that the drusha that the Gemara makes, Lehalacha, is only an Asmachta Ba'alma, because we make a, a seemingly... Agadaic drasha aser b'shvil shetis asher that you should take mice in order that you should become rich is surprising. I'll call upon him. That's how he learns the Ramam that the Gemara's drasha was in a smachta ba'alma, which means that according to him, the whole din that you're not allowed to do it by meiser behema is only a din derabanan. The third mahalach we find in the Torah Zeraim from Ayi Pamaranchik in Truma's Perak Aleph Mishnah Gimel. He says a beautiful pshat. He says that there are two halakim to the din of Meiser Behema. Meiser Behema has two dinim. Number one, there's a din hafrosha. It's a Meiser Stekadin. And number two, there is a Kachim Stekadin. It is a Shlomim. It, is, it has a din of a carbon. And he says that it's clear that the two dinim work independently. And the raya is that if a person mistakenly called the 11th animal, he called it the 10th. As the person is counting, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, by mistake, instead of being maktish the 10th one, he was maktish the 11th one and called it 10th. The din is that it has Allah of Ashlamim because it's Maiser Behemah. Maiser Behemah has din of Ashlamim with all the dinim of Ashlamim. Now, even though that animal was not the 10th, and you weren't Mekayim, you didn't have Frasha, nevertheless, it's still Kaddish. So you see, says the Teres Roim, that the two dinim work independently, that there's one halacha, Lugabe Yerchi of Hafrasha, Hafrasha is your Maestris Tikkadin, you have to make sure to patter up these 10 with being Mafresh, the 10th one. Number two, there's also a Kachim Tikkadin that doesn't necessarily have to be bound by the Hafrasha Tikkadin. And therefore he says, the Hekish to Meiser Dagon is a Hekish that governs Hilchis Hafrasha. Because by Meiser Dagon there is no Kachim Dekadin. So all we're learning out from there is that you cannot be Mafresh from one year to the other to be Mekayim Yerdin Hafrasha. However, if a person were to be Kairish Shem and be Mafresh from one year to the other, it still would be Kaddish Mitzad Dine Kachim. Now let's go back to the Lashon of the Rambam. He says, You're not allowed to be mafresh, just like you can't be mafresh by Dagon. The Eroyali says the Ramshem, The Ramam says, I believe that although you weren't Mekayim, you're Dinhafrasha, but it's still going to be Kaddish because of Chumras Kaddishim. And when the Ramam continues, and he says, The Torah wasn't makbed on Meiser Behema Beferish, and we only learn out from Hekish, what the Ramam means is, had the Torah said it in the Parsha of Meiser Behema, then we would have understood that from one year to the other does not have a din of Meiser Behema. Since it doesn't say it in the Parsha of Meiser Behema, 
Rather, it says in the parasha of Meiser Dagon, and we learn out from Meiser Dagon, clearly we're only learning out what's Negea, Dinei HaFroshet, because that's all you have by Meiser Dagon. But what's Negea, the Dinei Kodshim, you'll still will have. So it comes out that we have three ways to be Miyash of the Rambam. According to the Lechem Mishnah, the reason why it's Kaddish is because since we have a Kavachomer going against the Hekish, we have to Mekayim both. So we're Mekayim the Hekish Le'inyan Lechatchila and the Kavachomer Le'inyan B'riyevet. According to the Arch Lener, the reason why the Ramam says that it's Kaddish is because the Ramam holds that it's only an Asmachta Ba'alma. And according to the Tarz Royim, the reason why the Ram says it's Kaddish is because there's a din independent of the din of Rasha, which is the Kachim Dikadin, and that you have even when it's from one year to the other. Now, earlier we mentioned the Kasha of the Pnei Yeshua, that if you have the Hekish to Meiser Dagon, why is it that the Gemara in Becheris requires a special Yalfusa, a special Limud, to tell me that when you purchase an animal, an animal that we call Lekuach, it was purchased after it was nearly its Aser, that it doesn't have a din of Meiser Behema. Why do you need a Limud? We know that Lekuach is potter from Meiseris, Meiser Dagon. So j- the same Hekish that tells me that you can't take from one year to the other should also teach me the Halacha of Lekuach, that Lekuach is potter from Meiser Behema. And we mentioned this Fasem, says, Alpitoisis and Kedushin, that you learn from the Hekish only Lerabis and not Lemait. However, now we can add two more terutzim, because we explained that the Urchliner says Bidasa Rambam, that the reason why the Rambam holds that although we darshan a hekish, we still are machshir the carbon bidiyevid, if you took from one year to the other, is because the, he holds that the drasha, the hekish, is not a drasha gemur, it's only nesmachta ba'alma. Well, that for sure would be a good answer as to why we can't learn out the din of lakuach and we need a special pasik. According to the Lechem Mishnah, however, it is a Drasha Gemura. It's just that we have a Kavachaymer concerning the din of taking from one year to the other. That's not going to help us. So according to the Lechem Mishnah, we don't have a Teretz. According to the Erch we do. We could add that according to the Teretz Zeroyim, we could also answer the Kasha of the Pnei Yeshua. Because just like the Teretz Zeroyim explains, Bidasa Rambam, that the Hekish only helps Legabi the Maestris the Kedin, Legabi the Hafrosh the Kedin, but Legabi the Kachim the Kedin, the Hekish, doesn't have anything to tell us. And that's why the Ramam holds that Bidiyevit, if you took from one year to the other, it is Kadosh. We could say the same thing, Lugabi the Din of Lakuach. We may learn from the Hekish that Lakuach is Potter from Maisris, and you need not be Mafrish to Potter a carbon that's Lakuach. But how do we know that a Behemoth that's Lakuach is totally Mufka, is excluded from the Kadshim Dikadin of Maiser Behemoth? How do we know that a Behemoth that's Lakuach cannot become Kadosh? For that, we need a special Yafusa in Meiser Behemoth itself, and it's not going to help us to learn from a Hekish. The Hekish only tells us things that are Negei HaFrasha. How do we know that Kachim Dikadin doesn't apply? We need a special Limud in the Parsha of Meiser Behemoth. We learned in the Mishnah that Be'echa B'tishri Rosh Hashanah L'shanah. The Gemara wants to know what does it mean that it's a Rosh Hashanah L'shanah, L'may Hilchsa. The first Teretz is that it's Negea, the Inyan of Shtaris. When a person writes a Shtar, he has to write the date of the Shtar. And part of the date is saying what year it is for that particular Melech that's ruling at that time. So we have to know when do we start counting the next year for the Melech. Says the Mishnah that it starts in Echad B'tishri. So if a Melech became the Melech in Elul, then when Tishrei comes, it's already considered the second year of that Melech's Malucha. The Gemara asks that we already learned that Be'echad Benisan Rosh Hashanah L'Molochim. And that, as Rav explains, is Lushtaris. The Gemara answers that there's a difference between Malchei Yisrael and Malchei Umesa'olam. Malchei Yisrael count from Nisan, Malchei Umesa'olam count from Tishrei. The second text of the Gemara is that when Rav says that Echad Benisan is Rosh Hashanah L'Molochim, it's because he holds that Echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Shanim. It doesn't mean that it's Rosh Hashanah L'Shanim L'Enyan Shtaris. He learns like Reb Zeira, who says that Echad B'Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah L'Shanim, is L'Enyan the Tkufa. 
Now, what do we mean when we say that Echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Tkufa? So the explanation is as follows. The length of the solar year, the amount of time that it takes for the sun to get back to the beginning of its orbit, is 365 days plus 6 hours. Of course, we don't mean for the sun to actually get back to the spot. The sun does not move, it stays still, but that is its, its perceived reality. When you look at the sun, it looks like it's moving. It looks like it rises in the east and sets in the west. And throughout the year, the sun circles the entire Galgal, it, it circles all of the constellations, and arrives back at its original place. Now, that takes 365 days plus 6 hours. That's the amount of time that in Mitzias it takes for the sun to be back at its original point. During this point, it actually circles 12 mazolis, 12 constellations, and each time it passes one of those constellations, that's considered a solar month. Now, that set of 12 constellations could be split up into four parts. Each one of those four parts has three out of the 12 constellations. And that's more or less how you measure the four seasons because the sun's positioning vis-a-vis the earth changes depending on where it is in its orbit. Now, when you split up the 365 days plus six hours into the four parts, you will get 91 days plus seven and a half hours. So each tkufa, tkufa is those seasons, each one of the tkufas is 91 days and seven and a half hours. And it's very simple how we got to that conclusion because 364 days, when you divide it by four, is 91. Since the year is 365 days plus six hours, so you add an extra day. If you divide up that day, which is 24 hours, you will get six hours for each tkufa. 24 divided by four is six. So you have 91 days plus six hours. And then you have the remaining six hours of the year. When you divide six into four, you'll get one and a half. So if you put one and a half together with the 91 plus six hours, you'll arrive at 91, seven and a half hours for each tkufa. Now there is a machloikis between Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua, whether the world was created in Tishrei or it was created in Nisan. So when our Gemara says that Echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Tkufa, what we mean to say, as the Gemara explains, is that we're going like Rebbe Lezer who says B'Tishrei Nivra Olam, which doesn't mean exactly that it was created in Tishrei, the world was created in Chafei Elo. The Yoim Briyas Ha'adam, which was uh, six days later, was on Aleph Tishrei. But the point of saying that B'Tishrei Nivra Olam, L'Gabe Tkufa, means that since the world was created in Tishrei, the so-called movement of the sun began originally in Tishrei and not in Nisan. Now, what difference does this make? Halachically, why should we care when the world was created? So the Pnei explains that one nafkamina would be as follows. There is a halacha, as the Gemara's Marach in the first parak of Sanhedrin, that we learn out from the Pasuk of Shomer Eschodesh Aviv that the Tkufa of Aviv, the spring season, must begin Bechidush Halavana. That means that it must begin before half of the month of Nisan passes. Now, of course, in the beginning of creation, that's exactly what happened because the Tkufa of Aviv began in the beginning of Nisan. However, as we know, the lunar year is 11 days shorter than the solar year. And therefore, if, for example, one year, the Tkufa of spring, the Tkufa of Aviv, began in the beginning of Nisan, the next year it's going to begin 11 days later. So that by the time you get to the year after that, you're already starting the Tkufa 11 days after that, which means that it's already not beginning in the beginning of the month. It's already after half of the month has passed. And then Pesach is not in the time that it should be. So this, of course, is the reason why every couple of years we have to make a Shana Muberis. We add another month. 
Now, if there's a machloikis as to whether the world was created in Tishrei or in Nisan, then it comes out that if you hold that the world was created in Tishrei, then your Tkufas Nisan, if you're counting from Tishrei, from when the world was created, will end up beginning later than if you hold Benisa Nivrha'ilam. Because as we explained, each Tkufa is 91 days plus seven and a half hours. So putting the two Tkufas that pass from Tishrei till Nisan together, you'll end up having 182 days plus 15 hours. So that automatically causes that Kufas Nisan starts later than if the world had been created in Nisan. If the world had been created in Nisan, then the Tkufas Nisan would start at Chafches Adar, because the world then was created in Chafhei Adar, and the fourth day of creation when the sun was created would be Chafches Adar. Masha'enkein, if the world was created in Tishrei, then Tkufas Nisan would have to begin 15 hours into Chodesh Nisan. Now at that point, the first year, it doesn't make much of a difference. But several years down the line, we may find a situation in which... According to the Madiyamar, that Benisan Nivraha'ilam, Tkufas Nisan, will begin before Rav of the month is over. Masha'enkain, according to the Madiyamar, Betishri Nivraha'ilam, it will not. It will start later. And the Nafkamin will be, do we have to make a Shanam Uberis that year? So that is the simple meaning of what the Gemara means when it says that Rosh Hashanah, Lishanim means Litkufa. Take a look at the Chazen Ish in Chelik Arachayim Simkuf Ches for a more in depth discussion. The next chapter that the Gemara says in explaining the Mishnah that says is like Reb Nachman Bar Yitzchuk who says Ladin. As you learned after the Pasuk, How do we know that that begins in Tishrei? Says the Gemara. The Gemara brings the Pasuk Bakesa has the connotation of something being covered over. And the Gemara says, The way Rashi learns is that is a reference to the moon's being not visible. So it's as if it's covered over. In the beginning of the month, the moon is only visible to those that are closer. And there's really only one Yomtif in the entire calendar that falls out in the beginning of the month. And that is Rosh Hashanah. And the end of the Pasuk says, Ki mishpat So there's din on that yomtif. Ask that according to Rashi's Pshat, why does it say, It should have said, However, it says the Ritva that there are many times that we find that the word Chodesh is used as a reference to the moon, to the Levana. The Mishnah later on, Davchav Bezmed Aleph says, Avu Benoisha Ra'u Esachoidish. What did they see? They saw the moon. Taisvis over here, the Bermasl Shachoidish brings Rashi's Pshat, that Hachoidish Miskasa means covered over, the moon is covered over, and then they bring a second Pshat from the Rabbeinu Tam, that Miskasa actually is a Lushan of Zimun. The Chodesh is Mizumin to come, it's programmed to come during this Chag, and that is Rosh Hashanah because it's the only Yomtif that Rosh Chodesh comes during. Then they say a third shot, and that is from the Rabbeinu Meshulam. A Rav Rabbeinu Meshulam Mefarsha Chodesh Miskaseboi Shein Chatas Rosh Chodesh Karev Rosh Hashanah, which means that they're translated the word Miskase like Rashi. 
that it is covered over, but what it's referring to is that you do not bring the chattis of Rosh Chodesh like you usually bring. Every Rosh Chodesh, there's a carbon chattis you bring. On Rosh Hashanah, you don't. The Torah tells us on Rosh Hashanah to bring the oilas Rosh Chodesh, but not the chattis Rosh Chodesh. However, Taisus brings that the Rabbeinu Tam asks on the Rabbeinu Meshulam from a Tesefta in Shavuos. Over there, when discussing the chattis that you bring on Rish Chodesh, it says that there are 32 seirim that Klai Yisrael brings throughout the year, and when it counts the seirim, it includes 12 seirim that are brought on Rosh Chodeshim. That means that every single month you bring a seir, which is the carbon chattis you bring on Rish Chodesh. Even on Rish Chodesh Tishrei, which is Rosh Hashanah, because otherwise you won't have 12. So the Rajba defends the Rabbeinu Mishon from this question by saying that it could be that the Tesefta is talking about an Ashanam Uberis. And the Tesefta is looking to discuss the maximum amount of Seirim that you could possibly bring during a year. The Pnei Yeshua, on the other hand, offers a different defense for the Rabbeinu Mishulam from the Tesefta. He says that the Tesefta is going like the Shita of Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon, in the Gemara and Shvuis, holds that the Seir Rish Chodesh is Mechaper for Tumas Mikdash Ukdashav, where there was no Yediyah Batchilo of Eloi that the person didn't know that he was Tame and then went into the Beis Mikdash. He never found out afterwards that he's Tame. The Seir Rish Chodesh is Mechaper for that Chet. That's Tumas Mikdash Ukdashav if a person eats Kachim in such a state as well. However, he holds that the Seire Regalim, the Seirim that you bring on Yom Toivim, is only Mechaper for Tahar Sha'achlas HaTameh. If a Tahar person ate Kachim, that was Tameh. Lefirib Shimon, says the Pnei Yeshua, it was imperative, even on Rosh Hashanah, to bring the Seir of Rosh Chodesh. Just like in every Rosh Chodesh, because he needed to be Mechaper for Tumas Mikdash Ukidashev. The Seir Rosh Hashanah was not Mechaper for Tumas Mikdash Ukidashev. However, the other Tanaim over there hold that, that all the Seirim are Mechapa for Tumas Mikdash even the Seir that you brought on Rosh Hashanah for the Yom of Rosh Hashanah. And therefore there was no necessity to bring the Seir Shal Rosh Chodesh for Tumas Mikdash you had the Kapara with the Seir Shal Rosh Hashanah. And therefore the Lashen of Chag Shachodesh Miskasavay could be used according to the other Tanaim because that is the Yom that you do not bring the carbon of Rosh Chodesh, the Seir Chatas of Rosh Chodesh. So those are two ways to be matzdik the pshat of the Rabbeinu Meshulam that you did not bring the Karban Chattas Rosh Chodesh. However, our Toysfis brings down a pshat that the Rabbeinu Meshulam answered Rabbeinu Tam, his question, saying that he never meant that you don't bring the Karban Chattas of Rosh Chodesh on Rosh Hashanah. He is in agreement that you bring it, like his Mavur in the Tesefta. And when he said that it's Miskasaboy, She'ein Chattas Rosh Chodesh, B'Rosh Hashanah, what he meant was that you don't mention it in the Tefilas Musaf. The carbon Oila you mentioned, you say Milvat Oilas HaChodesh Umin Chasa, but you don't say anything about the Chattas even though it was brought. And even the Nusach that we have, based on the Ramah, who says in Simtav Kuf Tzadik Aleph, in Sif Beis, that we say Ushnei Seirim Lechaper, which, like the Mishabur says, Nevertheless, in the Psukim that we say, we don't mention the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, except for during the Psukim of Rosh Hashanah, when we say, Mulvad but that's the Oila. So the Chattas is not mentioned in the Psukim, and the main carbon Musaf that we're Yoytze with the Nusham of Paras is when we say the Psuke Rosh Chodesh. The Ritva learns that Miskasaboy means that people just don't pay attention to it. It's not Oila Alalev, because people are busy thinking about Rosh Hashanah, which is much more important. He says everything that a person does, Oisin Lushem Rosh 
Hashanah and not L'Shem Rosh Chodesh. So in summary, we have five Pshatim that we mentioned in explanation of Shachodesh Miskasabai. According to Rashi, it means that the Levana is not nearest, it's small. It's the only Yomtev when the Levana is small because the only Yomtev that happens in the beginning of the month and people who are far away from Levana cannot see it. Toysavis is second Pshat B'Shem the Rabbeinu is that Miskasabai is a Loshan of Zimon, which means that it's the Chag that Rosh Chodesh is programmed to come during. There is the first version of the Rabbeinu Meshulam, which is that you do not bring the carbon chatos of Rosh Chodesh, and that's what means miskasaboy. And we gave two pshatim in, in answer to the kasha that Taisus asked on the Rabbeinu Meshulam. The kasha was a kasha from Taisefta that is mavur that there are 12 times throughout the year that you bring a carbon chatos of Rosh Chodesh. The Rajba says that could be a reference to the Shana Mubaris, so therefore you don't bring it on Rosh Hashanah, but you bring it a second Adar. And the Pnei Yeshua learned that the Tesefta is going according to the Madi Yomar, that you have to bring the carbon Chattas of Rosh Chodesh on Rosh Hashanah because there is no way to be Mechaper for Thomas Mikdash Ukdashev since Reb Shimon, who is the Madi Yomar of the Tesefta, is uh, of the opinion that the other Yom Toivim are not Mechaper for Thomas Mikdash Ukdashev. Masha'en came the other Tanoim hold that there is a Kapara for Thomas Mikdash Ukdashev by the Yom Toivim, therefore there was no need to Dafka bring the carbon Sir Chattas of Rosh Chodesh, and according to those Tanoim, the statement Chag Shachodesh Miskasaboy would make sense. There is then the second version of the Rabbeinu Meshulam, that Chag Shachodesh Miskasaboy doesn't mean that you didn't bring the carbon Chattas of Rosh Chodesh, rather it means that it's not mentioned. And the Ritva's Pshat is that nobody pays attention to it. It's not Oila Al Halev because people are, are more preoccupied with the fact that it's Rosh Hashanah than the fact that it is Rosh Chodesh. The Gemara says, Tanra Bonin, Kihokli Yisrael Lumishpela Lake Yaakov, Malamit, Shain Bezdin Shalmala, Nechnosim Ladin, Ela Imken Kitshu, Bezdin Shalmata Esachodesh. Although Rosh Hashanah is Yom Hadin, that din does not begin until Bezin Shalmata, Bezin over here is Mekadosh Zachodesh. Reb Moshe Feinstein in the Igris Moshe in Erechayim Tzim Kuf Ayin uses this Gemara to be Meyashev, a kasha that's asked on the Chayi Adam in Klal Chav Dalid Sif Yud. Over there the Chayi Adam brings down a halacha that if a person made a mistake on Leo Rosh Hashanah and did not say HaMelech HaKadosh, he does not have to go back over Shemun Similar to the din that on Rosh Chodesh, if a person on Leil Rosh Chodesh, when he was saying Mayriv, did not say Yalav Yavai, he does not have to repeat Shemana Esrei, like the Gemara says in Brachas, that Ein Mekadshin Esa Chodesh Ba'erev. Says the Chayyadim, just like Yalav Yavai and Rosh Chodesh, you don't have to repeat, so too Hamelcha Kodesh on Rosh Hashanah, you don't have to repeat, because it's also Rosh Chodesh. Now the Mishtabura in the Sharetzian, in Simon Tov Kuf Pei Beis, Sifkat and Dalit, he says, I don't understand what he's saying. He says, Bishlama, if you are being mispala at Tfilah Shalchoil, then you could say a Svara that since Ein Mekadshin is a Chodesh Be'erev, so it could never really have become Rosh Hashanah by night yet. So we could treat it as if it's a Yom Choil, and it's not Rosh Hashanah. But a person who said, a Shemone Esrei, that's Shaykh to Rosh Hashanah, he said the Shemone Esrei of Rosh Hashanah, and he just said, HaKel HaKadosh instead of HaMelech HaKadosh, Mimon of Shach, he shouldn't be Yoytze. Because he's clearly treating it like Rosh Hashanah. So how does he have the right to say that you're Yoytze, the Tzvilas Rosh Hashanah, even though you left out HaMelech HaKadosh? By Rosh Chodesh, we understand. The person treated it like it's not yet Rosh Chodesh. But here, that's impossible. Unless he says that we're talking about a case where the person, after saying mistakenly the words HaKel HaKadosh, he realized his mistake, it was too late because he waited but he realized at that point that he said the wrong ending of his bracha. 
And now we would tell him to finish off the Shmanasre with a regular Shmanasre of Choyl. But he says, even that, Starchi and Gadol, if you could say such a thing, because even though there's a Talmud of Rabbeinu Yoyin who's Mistapik, maybe you're a Yoytse, Shal Choyl Bidi Eved, if you said the Choyl Shmanasre. But to be Matar Lechatchila, that you should be Messiah Bishal Choyl, that he doesn't want to say that you could do. So therefore, he doesn't want to accept the idea that maybe we're talking about such a person that he stopped in the middle after he said a Kel Kaddish. We're talking about a person who said the entire Yom Tevdeka Shmanasre. He said a Rosh Hashanah Esrei, but he forgot to say Hamel HaKadosh. Instead, he said Hakel HaKadosh. So we're back with our question. How could you say that a person who said the right Shemana Esrei for Rosh Hashanah, he could be Yoytzei even though he said Hakel HaKadosh? There's no riot to that from the case of a person who forgot Yalvi in uh, Rosh Chodesh because there the person could say that I'm treating it as if it was not yet Nishkadosh HaKadosh. But here he's clearly treating it like it's already Rosh Hashanah. Says Reb Moshe, based on our Gemara, a fascinating text. He says, since in our Gemara it's Mavur, that ain bezdin shalmala nichnasim ladin, elo imkain kidshu bezdin shalmates achoydish. So we could say that there are two aspects of the Tfilis Rosh Hashanah. Number one, it's the Yom Shal Rosh Hashanah. Being that it's the Yom Tif Rosh Hashanah, the person has to be mispalal the Tfilis Rosh Hashanah. And that din is similar to any Yom Tif. There is no halacha in any other Yom Tif that at that night you forgot to daven the proper Shemana Esrei of that Yom Tif, you daven the Tfilis Shalchoyl, that you don't have to repeat Shemana Esrei. And as the Rabbeinu Yonah says in Perak Tfilis HaShachar, that although the Yom Tif Rosh Hashanah starts in Rosh Chodesh, nevertheless, it's treated like any other Yom Tif. If you daven the Shemana Esrei of Choyl, you have to go back. And his Lashon is, Kivin Shehu Yom Tif, O Mitzvah Yom Tif, Alima Tfei, Sheyesh Be'Isar Melacha, Mitzvah Yom Tif is stronger than the Din, just to be Mazkir Rish Chodesh. So Yesh Lashon Ladon Oisek Kamoi Yom Tif, we have to treat it like Yom Tif, and therefore if you were not Mazkir Ba'arvis, Me'en Yom Tif, Machzirun Oisei, you lost your Tfilas Yom Tif. However, the Din to say HaMelech HaKadosh is not a function of being Mazkir Me'en HaYom Tif, rather it's a function of Din. Like Rashi says in Brachas Daf Yud Beis that Biyamim Elu during the Aseres Mechuva Akrash Baruch is Mar Machusay Lishpet Es Ha'Olam Melech BaMishpet Yamid Aretz. So we are Mesiaches to the Rebbeinu Shlom like a Melech. Therefore, says Reb Moshe, this aspect is dependent on Kiddush HaChodesh, as we learn in our Gemaras. It says, So something that's dependent on Kiddush HaChodesh is just like the Hazkaras Yalav Yavai on Rosh Chodesh, and you don't have to repeat Shmona Esrei. Now, the Sfasemis points out that when the Gemara says, Ein Bezdin shall malam nechnasen ladin ele imkain kidshu bezdin shall matas achodesh, it cannot mean that the bezdin shall doesn't begin the process of din until, practically speaking, it happens already that bezdin was makadish as achodesh over here. And that is because the Gemara says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu starts din in the first three hours of the day. And it doesn't always happen that Bezdin is Mekadosh HaSachodesh right away in the beginning of the day. Unless one were to claim that when we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is done during the first three hours of the day, it's only talking about a case where Bezdin is not Mekadosh al and since we already kaveya all the chadashim, so then we know already that it's rishchodesh. But he says that's a doichik. So therefore, he says that it's lavdafka. It's not as if Bezdin waits until we actually are Mekadosh HaSachodesh over here. Rather, as soon as it becomes clear that Bezdin will be Mekadosh HaSachodesh, then immediately in the morning, Bezdin Shalmala begins being done. So if it looks like there's a Tzad, that Bezdin will push it off until the next day, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't start Din. But if it's clear 
over here that Bezdin will be Mekadosh's Achoydish, then the din begins. With this, we can answer a kasha that Rabbi Yosef Engel in the Gulyoni Ashas in Brachas asks on the Gemara over there. The Gemara Brachas relates a story on Dafir Ches about a certain chassid who gave some tzedakah to an ani on Erev Rosh Hashanah in a year of hunger. And his wife was angry, and she threw him out of the house. He went to sleep in the Beis HaKvaris, and he heard the ruchas, he heard neshamas who were talking to each other. So it was Leil Rosh Hashanah, and the conversation that he heard was about what's going to happen this year. And he learned that anybody who would plant during the first revia, the first fall of rain, would lose his whole crop because there was going to be some hail. And the Gemara explains how, because of this, he went and planted in the Revia Shnia. I'll call upon him. This was Leil Rosh Hashanah. So you see that there was a din on Leil Rosh Hashanah. That's the basic of Engel's question. It says, Our Gemara says that, Ein Bezdin shal malach, that's no din, until Mekadosh Tzachoydish. According to the Svasemes, it doesn't mean that they wait until we practically are Mekadosh Tzachoydish. Rather, as soon as it becomes clear that that's what's going to happen, that's when Bezdin is Nechadosh Tzachoydish, and therefore it could even be on Leil Rosh Hashanah. We learned in the Mishnah that Echad B'Tishrei is also the Rosh Hashanah L'Yoivlis. The Gemara says, L'Yoivlis? It didn't happen at Echad B'Tishrei. That's not when Rosh Hashanah L'Yoivlis is. Rosh Hashanah L'Yoivlis is B'Yud B'Tishrei, on Yom Kippur, because it says, B'Yom Kippurim, Taviru Shofar, B'Chol Arzachem. Answers the Gemara that the Mishnah is going according to Rishmol B'Noshel B'Yechem Ben Broika. Because Rishmol B'Noshel B'Yechem Ben Broika says that from the Pasuk V'Kidashtem Es Shnas HaChamishim Shana, we learn that even though it's true that the Torah says the Biyam Kippur, we blow the Shoifer, nevertheless, B'Kidashtem Es Shnas HaChamishim, the year begins with Rosh Hashanah. So it's Miskadeshes V'Hileches Mitchilosa. What does that mean on a practical level? Explains They did not free the Avadim to go home because the Tkia did not happen yet and the Tkia is what liberates them. But they do not have to be Mishtabd and Ladei Neim. They don't have to work for their masters because it's already Yoival. And Yoival is Miskadeshes from the beginning. Yosef Engel over here in the Gulyoni Ashas brings a suffix from the Halachas Ketanis as to what exactly is the Halachic status of the Avadim during that middle period. Are they, for example, mutter to marry a Shifcha Kenanis? And his maskana is that since Shechur didn't take place yet, they're allowed to marry Shifcha Kenanis, even though their master can't give them over a Shifcha Kenanis. And the reason for this is because there are two Halakim to the shame Evid. There is the Kenyan Momin and there's also the Kenyan Iser. The Kenyan Momin is what allows for the Adin to be Meshabed, the Evid, to work. As soon as Yoival comes in, the Kenyan Momin goes away. Just like Karkois go back to the original owner when Yoival comes, so too the Kenyan Momin on the Evid goes back to the Evid himself, and he becomes an owner of himself. However, Yom Kippur is what gets rid of the Kenyan Iser. Shikhrur is what you need to get rid of the Kenyan Iser. Especially if you hold like the Mandyamar in Perkashalech, that a mafkir avde tsarch get shikhrur, a person who's mafkir is evident, he gets rid of the Kenyan momin, he still needs a get shikhrur because the get shikhrur is what's meshachar him from his Kenyan Iser. So the shame Evid is still there even after the Hafka that happens with the beginning. What generates Shikhrur is the Tkiyas Shoifer that happens on Yom Kippur. So that's why he's mutter still in a Shifcha, but the Odin cannot give him a Shifcha and force him to marry a Shifcha because that's a function of his Kenyan moment as well. However, the Mechazchinach Mitzvah Membez says that according to the Turi Evans explanation of the Shita of Rabbi Shmuel Ben Hashem it would be Asr for him to marry a Shifcha. Because the Torah even explains that the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, is 
that Yovel is really Chal starting Rosh Hashanah. Because the Torah brings the Gemara in Erechen that says that the, according to Bishmol, the Shemitah of Karkois, the fact that Karkois go back to the original owner happens on Rosh Hashanah. And he asks then how could our Gemara say that Toku Bezdem Meshoifer Nifteru Avadim Levateim V'sodes Choyzer Sobaaleyan. Our Gemara is mashma that until the Tki of the Shoifer, the Sodes, the fields did not go back to their original owner. Says the Torah how could that be? The Gemara in Erechen says Beferish that according to this Bandiyamar, the din of the fields to go back to their original owner really began with Rosh Hashanah. Answers the Turi Evan that Ein Chanami, it's true that Yoival is totally on the beginning of the year on Rosh Hashanah. However, Yoival still requires for the Tkiya Shoifer to take place on Yom Kippur. As soon as the Tkiya Shoifer happens on Yom Kippur, it's Chal Lemafreya from the time that Rosh Hashanah began. So Rosh Hashanah comes and it's mitla tali v'koi. It's dependent and waiting for that Tkiyah Shoifer to take place. The moment it happens at Tkiyah Shoifer, it turns out that Lamafreya all dinam began with Rosh Hashanah. That is the Torah Evan's understanding of this shita. The Mela says the Torah Evan, both Gemaras are correct. The Gemara in Erecha which says that the freedom began with Rosh Hashanah is true and yet our Gemara can say that taku b'shoifer, that as soon as they blew the shoifer, that's when the Sadis were choyzers l'baleihen. Because to practically give the Sadis back to the owner, you didn't have to do until you were sure that the freedom took place because the freedom required the Tanai of the Tkiyah Shoifer on Yom Kippur. Therefore, says the Menchus it would be usher during that in-between period for an Evet to marry a Shifcha Kananis. Because if indeed they will blow the Shoifer at the end on Yom Kippur, then it turns out Lamafreya that he was over an Isser because he was a totally free man. And that's actually how the Torah Evan explains the two halachas that it says in our Gemara. They didn't go home and they also weren't Mishtabdin to their masters. And that's because right now we're in a Matzav of Suffolk. They can't go home yet and go fully free because the we don't know if there's going to be a Tkiyah Shoifer. But the Adain doesn't have a right to force him to do work because he could say, well, perhaps there will be a Tkiyah Shoifer. And if there is a Tkiyah Shoifer, then right now I am a free man already. So the status of these 10 days, according to the Turi Evan, is one of Suffolk. According to Rabbi Yosef Engel, we said that the status of these 10 days is a split. It's a hafka from the... Kenyan Mamen, but the Kenyan Isser remains, and therefore, according to his opinion, you would be Usser in a Shivcha Kananis. Now, the Ran asks the Kasha on the Gemara. The Gemara asks on the Mishnah that said that Yoivlis begin with Echad Betishrei, asks the Gemara, Yoivl didn't begin with Echad Betishrei, rather, it begins on Asar Betishrei, on Yom Kippur, with the Tkiah Shoifer. That's why the Gemara has to answer, based on the Shita of Rishmol Bresh of that it does start on Echad Betishrei. However, asks the Ran, even according to the Rabbanan, who hold that the Shechur takes place on Yom Kippur, not on Echad Betishrei, but only with the Tkiah Shoifer on Yom Kippur. Nevertheless, the Rabbanan still agree that the Isser Avodis Karka, the Isser to work your field, begins with Rosh Hashanah. And he even strengthens his Kasha. Because he says that when the Mishnah says that Yoivlis start with Echad Betishrei, it has to be talking about Avodis Karka. Because as far as freeing Avodim, that, says the Ran, is not something that is a continuous process. It's not something that's Nimshech Bizman. It's a one-time thing. As soon as the Tkiyah Shoifer takes place, or as soon as Yoivl begins, whenever it begins, that's when they go free. 
Now, something that's only a one-time thing, it doesn't make sense to use the terminology that it's the Rosh Hashanah L'Yoyvel. When you have a year that has certain dinim, then you could say the beginning of that year is on a certain day. But when it's only a certain point in time, when something takes place, then you refer to that as a fixed date, not a beginning of a year, not a Rosh Hashanah. Just like he says, you don't say that Tesvav B'Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah Le'inyan Netilas Lulav. Tesvav B'Tishrei is the designated date to take a Lulav. That's the day of Sukkot, and that's when you're supposed to take a Lulav. It's not the Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year of taking Lulavim. So by the same token, there is one fixed date when the Avadim go free. That's not the beginning of the year of Shiloh Avadim. That is when the Avadim go free. However, the Isra of Avadis Karka is an entire year. And therefore, it makes sense to say the beginning of that year is an Echeb Tishrei. So the Ran says that even so, since there happen to be dinim that are only chal when Yom Kippur comes, we wouldn't be able to refer to Echeb Tishrei as the Rosh Hashanah L'Yoyvlis. It may be true that Le'inyin, the Avodis Karka, it is the Rosh Hashanah, but since Yoyvl has not completely yet become Yoyvl until Yom Kippur Lefidus Mandi Yamar, then we wouldn't call Rosh Hashanah, we wouldn't call Echeb Tishrei the Rosh Hashanah L'Yoyvl. That's one Teretz the Ran gives. And the other Teretz he says is that also the Indian of Shiluch Avadim is a continuous thing. Because it may be true that there is a fixed point in time when the Avadim go free, but it's also true that when a person sells an Evid during Yoival, the Evid does not become an Evid. Any Evid that's Nimker, Bishnasa Yoival, is not Machur. And therefore, the whole idea of Shiluch Avadim is something that lasts for the entire year. So he therefore says it still would be appropriate to refer to the beginning of that year as Rosh Hashanah. Since the Gemara had explained that according to Rishmol ben Aisha B'yechem ben Breika, we know that Yovel begins with the beginning of the year because of the word V'kidashtim es shnasa chamishim shana, which we said means that even though it's true that Yom Kippur is when the complete liberty takes place. Nevertheless, the word Shnas teaches us that it begins on Rosh Hashanah as well. The Gemara now feels the need to explain, according to the Rabbanan, how do they dash in the word V'kidashtem es Shnas HaChamishim Shana? The Gemara answers that from the words V'kidashtem es Shnas HaChamishim Shana, we learn that there's only a Chiyot to Mekadesh, the Shnas HaYoyvel, and we're Memayet from that, you don't have a Din to be Mekadesh Chadoshim. And it's going like the Mandi Yom that holds that there is no mitzvah for Bezdin to be Mekadesh as HaChodesh. So we learn from the fact that the Torah specifies Vekidashtim as Shnas HaChamishim that when a year needs Kiddush, then you're supposed to be Mekadesh that year. But when a month needs Kiddush, it happens by itself and Bezdin doesn't have to be Mekadesh the month. So from here you see that there's a mitzvah to be Mekadesh as Shnas HaYoyvel. And that's the Psach of the Rambam in Hilcha Shemitah V'Yoyvel Perek Yud Halacha Aleph. A mitzvah say Lispar Shonim Sheva Sheva Ulekadesh now what happens if Bezdin was not Mekadesh Yoival? There's a mitzvah them to Mekadesh it. What happens if they failed to do so? Does it become Yoival or not? So this is Machlokes Niachroinim. According to Reb Chaim in the Chedusha Agrach Alevi Al Rambam in Perak Yud Halachahei of Shemitah Yoival, he assumes that according to the way the Rambam understands, there will not be Yoival. If the Bezdin was not Mekadesh Yoival, then it doesn't become Yoival. However, in Mechaz Chinuch, in Mitzvah, Shin Lamed Beis, and in Dar Samech and Hilchaz Kiddush HaChodesh, Perk Beis, Aloch Ches, both assume that it may be a Mitzvah for Bezdin to be Mekadesh Esa Yoival, but if they didn't do so, it still becomes Yoival. 
When is this din to be Mekadish to Shana? The Lashon of Rashi over here in Dibar Maskel, Shanam at the Mekadish is, Kishishnas Yoival Nichneses Mitzvah Bezdin Loimer Mekudeshes Hashana. It is a mitzvah in the beginning of the year, at the time that the Shnasa Yoival enters, Bezdin has a mitzvah to say Mekudeshes Hashana. However, the Miches Chinuch is Medayik from the Lashon of the Chinuch that the mitzvah is really by Yom Kippur before Tkiyah Shoifer. Another interesting point is that in the Chinuch it's Mavur, that you're Mavarich on the Kiddush, L'Kadesh Shonim. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.